1: Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. My name's David Reed, and this is Merrick Larwood.
2: Hello, Merrick. How are you doing? Oh, right. Good. Average.
1: Average. About a five, six.
2: No, yeah, my I've reduced my average. Oh, <laughs> right. An average for you? Okay. Yeah, Two thousand and sixteen. I've reduced my average is probably four point five. Oh, good. Yeah. And I've reduced it to about. Three point nine is my Okay three point Okay,
1: so it's incremental.
2: So it's w I'm doing worse than a normal person. Sure. Well but average yeah. for me.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. I had a good feeling about this year as well, going into it, you know.
2: This has been on all counts celebrity deaths, uh upheaval in politics and my own career the worst year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the triptych, right? right. Yeah. Well, at least
2: that's three. That's the three things that's happened. Yes. Yeah, but true. That's, this is not about. It's not it's about not recrimination it's, it's and about, regret.
1: This is about movies. Movie people films. come
2: here to be uplifted.
1: Uplifted. Lifted out of their dull lives by us, the warrior kings of culture.
2: Sitting in our golden thrones in the clouds. Yeah, do you like my new golden
1: throne, by yeah, the way? Yeah,
2: this is recorded at 5,000 feet above the earth. Which is why there's so many sirens.
1: Around, you know.
2: Yes, I mean it, it, the Sky police. police. Yes, the Sky Police.
1: Um, we're going to talk about a film that I saw in the cinema this week, which I knew very little about other than the reputation of the director.
2: See, um, I it, I've seen interviews of him. I've really slagged him off before. Yeah, I know you I've have. But, but you, I l- will be less cryptic.
1: I'm going to talk about the Neon Demon, which is. Is it Nicholas um, Nicholas Winding Riffin Winding Riffin who did Drive and oh,
2: <coughs> Excuse me, your excuse. That is, hey, Fever, I didn't sneeze in your coffee. That's all right. Um, I did block it with my hand. Good. Um, he did Drive, and only God forgives. That's what I was trying to cut. And God is forgives. there another one he did? I think there is. That he did one before before yeah, Drive. Anyway. He did um,
1: uh, the Neon Demon, which is out in cinemas now. Is about a young, naive, some would say, uh, model moving to Los Angeles in order to make her fortune as a model. And Very
2: much similar to to um, our career path.
1: Well, we moved to the big city to make it as faces, hands and bodies. Yes. Um, and it's her... Sl- sl- well, basically you know, corruption in, into this uh, murky world and loss of innocence and all of that. Very, very traditional storytelling tropes. But it's done in an incredibly stylish way where every shot could basically be a Vogue shoot. You know, it's every frame almost.
2: I listened to an interview on another podcast. Another podcast, what? yeah. I, 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 I occasionally to have other film podcasts. I'm really shocked about how pretentious they are. Really?
1: Should we be more pretentious? Is that why they well, have more listeners?
2: We, we do... You, you say, essentially, at the start of things, more. You should say that more. Um, es- essentially, what it is, is... I, mean, I have said that a few times. You say that, and then you and you use longer words. The word, essentially,
1: is a weapon, though, isn't it? Because you just go, let me cut through everyone else's bullshit by giving you exactly the, the kernel of truth at the heart of this issue. That's what the word, essentially, does.
2: I listened to a rival podcast, yeah. and we both got the same listenership, uh, the Mark Camode uh, podcast. Yeah, sure. And uh, he said essentially about 20 times.
1: Okay. So um, I, d- I, I pra- don't want to criticise other people's uh, foibles, because I, I fear I have loads of my I own. I say
2: sort of, er, uh, but now I'm going to say essentially. Instead of er. Uh, it's a posh man's er. Uh. Well, essentially, yes.
1: <laughs> so... Essentially, what Neon Demon essentially is, is essentially, um, it's. Have you seen the film uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls? Danielle Ward brought it in. Yes, of course, yes. This is basically. The weird murders. Weird murder, LA, but about um, loss of innocence and going down the rabbit hole into a seedy world that on the surface of it seems sort of approachable and friendly. And then it ends in really weird chasing around a, a manor with an axe. That sort of
2: Dario Argento a... feel. Yeah, did he do yeah. that one or not? Yeah, it's, I, did, I okay. think it's
1: him. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, this is basically a remake of Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Okay. Um, and it also has a bit of a feel of showgirls to it as well. <laughs> in what, the...
2: knockers? Uh,
1: knockers and stuff. No, it doesn't. Uh, well, it does a bit. But just in just in what it's the, the story arc is. Yeah. Yeah. You know. um, but it
2: is it is daft. It is pretentious. It is oh sorry. Beyond the relative dolls is um, of course Russ Mayer. Of course, yes, 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 yes. Um,
1: but uh, it's the Neon Demon is is utterly stupid and thoroughly enjoyable. Like, oh really? I, I have, really have I've uh, enjoyed it. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to buy into it and go along with it because nobody speaks like a human being. They all speak, But in the same way um, as Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, really, where everyone sort of speaks like they're in an allegory, not a story, if you know what I mean, where every line is about something.
2: But it's... But it's is it, I, it's I, camp. It's high I camp, I love Drive, really. but the other one, only... What's it called? Only, only God Forgives. I. It was everything that was wrong with Drive... Right. ...in one film with terrible script and, and the uncl- needless violence. I know that Drive is very violent. Yeah no story and awful dialogue. So I was worried that...
1: The violence is uh, rationed quite well in this and it is affecting when it happens. It's not often. Um, Did it have his signature neon and that sort of pink oh, colour It's called it? the Neon Demon. I mean, it, well, that, He's gone super neon
2: with this So it's this even one. more neon. Well, it's more dry. glitter, actually. I okay. thought it
1: should have been called uh, the Glitter Demon, really. Uh-huh. And I will be writing to him about that and pulling him up on it.
2: Glitter Demon is not as good, though, is it? <laughs>
1: Well, maybe not. Maybe that's why. Um, so, um, yeah, it stars Elle Fanning, who I've not seen before, but I think she's Dakota Fanning's sister. Yeah. And she is plays a girl who everyone who sees her just goes, she's got what everybody wants. Yeah. She's just beautiful. Well, she's a natural beauty. Yeah, it? exactly, rather than a fake beauty. And that is the central heart of what the, the film is about. Uh, that... Um, the, the, she bumps into someone who seems nice and takes her under her wing um, called Ruby who's played by Jenna Malone who or Maloney if you I don't know how they pronounce it in America um, who was actually the love interest in Donnie Darko way back when but oh, she's, okay. a, she's a woman now and she asks her in the but the, well, she
2: was a bloke in Donnie Darko
1: n- no 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 she wasn't a, she, was a, she was a woman do you remember the famous picture of the girl in the cinema and the massive rabbit? Yeah, yeah, that's her. her. That's her, that's her there. Um, and uh, she basically says, all women like lipstick colours that are either about food um, or sex. So which one are you? Are you, are you sex or are you food? And that is uh, very much the, the the theme stated early on about the this sex and food. Of, yeah, are you sex or are you food? Um, I think that sounds all right. It's it's
2: it's what which would you be? I'd just be a sort of uh, food with a hole in it like a donut. That makes sense. <laughs> Cover both bases. Yeah. yeah, that's good. It's all it's got a few celebrity cameos. Onion ring it's, it's warmer.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't think I'd want to be sugary. I'd always no. lick my lips. Yeah. Um it's got Christina Hendricks in it very uh, briefly at the beginning and it's sadly it's got a very poorly cast I think Keanu Reeves uh, okay. because he plays quite a sinister creepy sexual predatory. He has not got the
2: voice for it.
1: He doesn't have the eyes for it either. Mm. Um in the you just look into his eyes and you just go no, lovely man. <laughs> I yeah. don't believe it. I don't yeah. believe it for a second. Um, which is a shame, because I actually enjoy watching him when he's a leading role or he's in the right thing. But um,
2: if, if he's cast in the right thing, he's very watchable. Yeah. He's got some odd gentleness about him, which is really nice.
1: He does. He does, for a man who's apparently had a rather tragic life. Yeah. Um, but I hear he's very nice.
2: He gave his uh,
1: paycheck to the stuntmen on the Matrix. Did he? Because they weren't being paid enough,
2: yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um... Good bloke. We should have him on, actually. Yeah, I've got his number. <laughs> Why don't you call him? He could really help you out. Yeah. He's probably got a huge house that needs painting.
2: I could... I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God, it's not fun. Enough. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but no,
1: I think this film is not going to be for everyone. Some, some people will absolutely fucking hate it. Is it, it a hated. thriller? Uh, yeah, it is. It is in a way, but it's a sort of dark psychological thriller. It's like the same genre as um, uh, Black Swan but is better than that.
2: I do like the fact that he's got seemed to have his own style. Yes. Which is and there's someone doing these sort of odd films yeah, I do yeah. like the fact that, that this person's about around I think that maybe he was lucky with drive. I wonder if he made these before. Mm. Before he wouldn't have. Cause he made Bronson as well, which I've not seen. Oh, a, if brilliant. that's him, yeah, Bronson him,
1: yeah. is a brilliant film. Yeah, I love it. It's they feel more like dreams. And he's actually uh, curating a season of films at the Picturehouse Central in London okay. soon, and which was interesting because it was advertised before the film. Mm and it just tells you sort of what his ins- inspirations are what his influences were and uh, suspiria's in there oh, and more holland drive and you just go yeah of course <laughs> of course there yeah. but it it has this feel of something it's got creepiness to it because it it's occasionally surreal and weird and and it just makes you feel like you're in a dream rather than you're watching a just a linear yeah. plotted narrative you know
2: i think about suspiria quite a lot i think it's is- Absolutely incredible film. I've
1: still not seen it. I've still not seen
2: it. If you haven't seen Suspiria, please track it down and watch it for one of the oddest, dream, disconcerting, but visually jaw-dropping films. It just really stays with you. Yeah. So please, please ever watch. How many days would you give it?
1: I'm just trying to think. I think I'd give it seven. Uh, It's very good... There's there's not a lot of reality in it, but I think that's intentional. Um, and men do not come across well in this at all, <laughs> but I think that's also fine. It, it's um no it, it's it's a really interesting watch. I would say if you're gonna if you're intrigued, go and see it in the cinema because it's a visual feast. Yeah. And I'm not the smaller screen just won't be the same. Like with Drive, you need those images just to be all you can see, and you need the decent speakers for that soundtrack to just sort of overwhelm you. I you think know.
2: Drive was the last time I was properly blown away in the cinema. Yeah. I may mean, know I did like um, Youth this year, but Drive really, uh, no, that's not. That's a lie actually. <laughs> yeah, what,
1: you've been overwhelmed in the cinema as well. Yeah,
2: but uh, Drive was absolutely, I always wanted to watch it again as soon as I left. Yeah. I wanted to lean against the wall and put my foot up against it as if I was in a, you know, yeah. like a James Dean character. I tried that recently. Um, it's already uncomfortable, isn't it?
1: It's really uncomfortable if you're not very flexible. Yeah. Uh, he must have,
2: you know. Leaning back with one foot up against it, the, the wall, wall. It doesn't help you. I mean, that's what your bum's for. I mean, he'd made that look cool. Yeah. But the first person who'd done that, you'd thought, why are you, why are you leaning? Doing. Yeah what are you do. well, if doing you bending your knee against the wall and let, uh, just standing there on one foot
1: you get the wall dirty
2: but it's a brand new pose I might try and think of a brand new pose that would be good could
1: you do it with both feet no that would be silly wouldn't it you'd be it, you, you need to look, look, look like look you're looking, not trying yeah if yeah, if you were just standing on both knees with your feet against the wall
2: yeah that would put you I
1: don't like, think you'd look cool though Would you? you'd probably be quite uncomfortable I think
2: I would look cool yeah
1: maybe what about leaning with your hand against the wall, but full arm stretch?
2: I mean, like you're doing some exercise video.
1: Not if you're smoking at the same time.
2: Why not sending your pictures of yourself in cool cinematic poses? We
1: need a new iconic pose to help us into the 21st century, because it's been a stumbled start, hasn't it? We need new images, new images that we can all believe in again
2: i tell you what we should do. What? At the end of when we record the podcast. I've this got, podcast? Yeah, I've yeah. got my camera. I'm going to take a couple of photos of poses. Okay. Outside on the... We've got, sure. And put them on the website. For, to get us
1: rolling, yeah. Yeah. Because we often ask our listeners to do something and then we don't join in. Don't yeah. We? <laughs> We're very lazy like Some that. Some cool
2: po- poses.
1: Okay. Yeah, fine. Well, Um. speaking of cool poses, yeah. I think it's time for this.
2: last time we spoke about people not writing in letters and you actually have written in letters occasionally when we do double record because people are working so you might have thought oh they asked for letters and then they're not reading letters out yeah
1: there is is sometimes a two week lag before before an episode so if it's been only two weeks don't worry we are getting to you but you have uh, taken our call and like the knights of the vale, come to our aid so thank you very much for writing so many things um, we'll get through them over the next two weeks as I say and so, keep on writing keep on writing please do it is our favourite bit of the show uh, it lets us know that our statistics of listenership aren't just people's phones in a drawer <laughs> downloading the episodes each week and but no they, one listens to
2: they them. are my favourite listeners
1: do you just like the ones who've got two phones and one phone is left at home like maybe at their parents place uh, and they no longer live in that country and it just keeps downloading episodes are
2: they yeah, yeah. That, that sounds quite romantic. It does a bit, doesn't it? It's Colin Bowles, first of all. What does Colin Bowles want? If if read out, do as if you are a Geordie Robot who's seen better days. Also, if you can infer that the robot is pro you, Geordie, Ge- Geordie, but Ge- like you grew up. I'm just getting into it. I mean, this is interesting for the. This is an interesting process for the this. This is method. Yes, yeah, how, how does he get into this? Um, find a phrase. I would try like, doing like, a Jordy, like gro- then try doing a robot bye, and then bye, I melt I grow, them together. Bye, I grow. That's excellent. After listening to the recent Do Over episode, I had a little idea. Next time you have a guest on, you play the inverse casting gear. David and Marek choose three parts that the other should play from well-known films. They then play these against their opponent's choices, with the guest deciding in each case which they would prefer to see.
1: I don't understand. So what are they? Suggesting? Oh, we
2: say we choose parts that we would play,
1: or that I choose for you. Is uh, that what
2: he's saying? Choose parts. Yeah, the other. Yeah, the other should play, and they decide which. That's a really and good idea. And then the judge has
1: to decide. Yeah. So there's only two though. Is there? So it could be a tie, and we hate to draw.
2: No, but you you choose three different parts. Oh, I see. Okay. And, you, and you put them on each round. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. That's a very yeah. good idea, Colin. Or maybe we'll do it next week. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, here's another one.
1: Yeah.
2: It's from, Alan B. Alan B. Alan, but not B, bit the letter. Yeah, it's, it's Alan B. Double E. Oh, he's a he's a B. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. This is from Alan B. Um, Hi, both. After a series of crappy films you've been watching, I'd recommend The Kings of Summer, a great coming-of-age movie about two teen boys who want to escape their annoying parents by building a house in the woods. Great acting, great characters. It'll cheer you up after a shitload of crappy superhero films have turned your brains to mush. Have fun. Alan, (laughs) i read that really weirdly. (laughs) Like a robot. Have fun. Alan. P.S. Accent. Don't put it at the end, Alan. I've already read it out. Upwardly mobile working class lad from Scunthorpe with parents who listen to a lot of Radio 4. Well, that's that's basically me anyway. Well, glad I could help, Alan. Um, So, what was that called again,
2: that film? King of Summers. King King of Summers. The Kings. Sorry. The King. (laughs) I put the S in the wrong place. (laughs) The Kings of summer. summer.
1: The Kings of Summer. Don't watch okay.
2: King of Summer. Summers, it's a very different that film. Very, it's basically... Yeah. Bloke Bum's Dog. Oh, Guys, But I've heard it's four hours I mean, long. What was really annoying is that was the first thing that came into my head. Bloke Bum's Dog? Yeah. But you're a bloke and there's a dog over there. Really yeah, you probably right, yeah. He's probably well, say what you see. I could have said... I could have <laughs> said right could you know. Man drinks coffee. Yeah, you could have done that. That's <laughs> true. Okay. Let's have another one.
1: Okay, one more letter, but we should save them for next week as well.
2: Okay, uh, this is um, from uh, Short Film Sunday. Okay, hi guys. Uh, much I'd have the credit, I'm afraid. Matter of Life and Death recommendation didn't come from me. Oh, sorry, I someone else recommended. And I mis- misattributed it though. Um, but it does provide an opportunity for me to snag again. That a couple of I said has suggested. Oh, this is it. Best years of our lives. If you get in the mood for another oldie, that's what I was thinking about. Right. Mixed up. I mean, it's quite there is both as of in both titles and live, and so it's very similar. It's very similar titles. I did a sort of accident start little thing. I don't understand. Watched Tootsie, watched Witness the next night. So until the new Ghostbusters out, I'm going to watch 80s films with one word tit- One word titles. Surprisingly good list to choose from. Um, tonight it's Stakeout. Uh, also, taking an eight-year-old next week for their first Princess Bride viewing in a real cinema. I'll let you know how that goes. Oh, great! great. I really like Stakeout. Which Out? Stakeout? Stakeout is Richard Dreyfus and um, Emilio Estevez. Really? Um, and they play it. It shouldn't work. And they and they just basically play two cops staking out. Um, yeah, Madeline Stowe. Uh, uh, uh while she's being sort of her her old lover comes out of prison I really loved it it's a good it's a great it's just everyone in it's really really good awesome i really if you want to watch a good eighties film steak out can't go wrong with that it's got no and it's not really seen uh, there was a, a, a uh, another steak out in nineteen ninety three but no one really talks about steak out but I, when i watch it I, I i i really enjoyed it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I looked up what films were released in 1986 in July as we're now in July 2016 and it it was more exciting things we've got, I think, Alien or Aliens which one will it have been? 1986
2: That's Aliens Aliens, Big Trouble in Little China and Flight of the Navigator and... You know that bloke from The Flight, flight navigator is in prison?
1: Yeah, I saw that. It's really sad. The guy who plays David.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: what did he do again? I read I that like article. For robbing
2: a bank or something. Yeah,
1: it? something weirdly <laughs> cartoonish.
2: So, I mean, your careers can go downhill. Let's read one, one more letter. All it's right, from, um, It's from a friend of the show who, who I recently went to the cinema with, which I'm going to talk about the film next week, Lizzie Roper. It's Lizzie Roper, everyone. Uh,
1: read this in a very camp German accent. Fine. So, I need to do German. Yeah, I'm doing. That is, that's that's is good. good. That is that is wonderful. Um, and then I need to do uh, it. Make it more camp than that. Oh,
2: that is good.
1: Oh, oh that is very good. <laughs> Dear David and Malik, my dad's in an old people's home. Yes, he has Wi-Fi. It is free, but the fees for the home are cripplingly high, so I like to think of it as the world's most expensive Wi-Fi with bum wiping benefits. Plus, the food is exceptionally good. There's also a cat who wanders around called Whiskey. They do have a film club once a week, but there is no sign of Film Fandango anywhere. Yours, the dropper. P.S., none of them want to give you any money. Uh, this was in response to our question. Do old
2: people's for, uh, uh, homes have Wi-Fi? And someone on Twitter, I think, um, uh, tweeted in to tell us that uh, he's an, well, old, an old person's home mm. has Wi-Fi. I'll just tell you who it was. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone text, te- tweeted in.
1: So, once mm-hmm. it did
2: thank you, whoever it said. was. I'm really sorry. Um, yes, but me, but that was what I was basically saying trying to get old people who had no one to give them money to to give them money to us. Yeah. To try and appeal for donations to help keep the podcast going. I mean, ironically, it led to a total drawing of the, of donations and several people, well, not several people, probably the only people cancelling their subscriptions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Uh, Well, that's
1: enough for the letters. Um, Should we talk about these? We'll talk about a couple of Netflix films. Yeah, we've both caught uh, some films on Netflix to uh, recommend, potentially, to you. Marik. what have you seen?
2: My friend recommended this to me. It's called Mission to Lars, and it is a documentary by a Guardian journalist called Kate Spicer about her brother who has Fragile X Syndrome, which is a form of autism. Right. And he is obsessed with Metallica Drummer, Lars Ulrich. Ulrich. Okay, yeah. And so, all he says is, want to meet Lars, want to meet Lars the whole time. So they decide, her and her brother, who's a filmmaker, to take him from his home that he's in to America to try and meet Lars Ulrich. Okay. Is it Ulrich's or Ulrich's? Ulrich. Yeah. Um, So, it's. I think this. I think it was all right. It could have been brilliant. it obviously it's very low it feels like a very low budget thing it's just him and her sister yeah. and that's it and that, nothing else is really um, If it felt like it was sort of filmed on the hoof the only thing was the most interesting bits were the bits when he was at the home and seeing all the people because I've worked with um, I sort of taught drama and, uh, to help people people were uh, adults with sort of learning disabilities and autism and you know uh, all that business You can say it like that. Yeah. And it it is hilarious and fascinating. So the bits when they're taking him on tour, it's just him and he's a bit uncomfortable, aren't as much Mm. fun as when you see people in the home. And they do raise the question a bit of, are they just doing it so they can make a film, a document? There's a question whether they're just doing it to make a documentary. What are they getting out of it? Right. But anyway... It's spoilers. That I don't want to spoil it. Really, it's always what happens. I'm not going to do yeah. a, a documentary where they don't. Sure. Meet I you. mean, it, all
1: they've got is basically whether they succeed or not. Right. That's
2: the problem. Really, it's just going to America to meet Lars Ulrich and then seeing whether you meet him or not.
1: Isn't he famously an arsehole? That's what I've heard. Like he's the guy who really, really wants every penny of Metallica money, isn't it? Do you know? I've what? heard
2: something. He's
1: anti Napster, one hundred percent. He was famously in the. News I agree about, with all that stuff. Sure, though. sure.
2: But uh, in this, he. I uh, mean, it's quite boring. I think uh, for the first hour, but the end bit. There's something even for a miserable, middle-aged man like me. There, mm. watching unbridled joy, innocent joy yeah. on someone's, is really uplifting so for the last half an hour I was just smiling all the way through I really enjoyed it
1: awesome how many marics do you reckon six okay well I watched a film called uh, Boom Bus Boom which has been made by Terry Jones and I think his son um, and it What's is his
2: son's name
1: um, Jones Junior I don't know his son's name You've made me look it up and waste time. Oh, go on then. Tell now me. No, I'm going to look up his son's name. I'm going to look up Terry what, Jones's son's name. Son's Why do you name? have a guess? What do you think Terry Jones's son is called? Jerry. Jerry Jones. <laughs> um,
2: or Barry, just so it doesn't rhyme, but it looks the same. Okay. Did you know that uh, Bill? When I say my, I've said this before, probably because we tend to repeat every story <laughs> yeah. after a year. If I say my name to people in nightclubs, yeah, they often say Barry back to me.
1: When you say Marek, they yeah, say, Yeah, I can go, see ba- that. There's a similar Barry? I say,
2: No, Marek. All right, Barry. Yeah. I've had that conversation. Right, you say, 50, You say Marek, but don't actually say it.
1: Just make, move your mouth after three. One, two, three. Barry. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I, can that. I can see that. Barry. I can see that. Well, this film I watched on a, on a whim because it's Terry Jones and I like him. Um, and it's about economics and why we keep. As human beings, as a species, keep ploughing into economic depressions, even though it's happened before and we, we know why. Well, it's cyclical. It is, but it's. Um, I won't tell you anything about it other than it's fine. Uh, but I wanted to know more about economics, but it actually looks at both the historical, going back, you know, really, really far into basically the early days of capitalism, of why it keeps happening, and also psychological. They go to Monkey Island and try theories with monkeys to see, and monkeys pretty much do the same thing.
2: Why is so, Terry Jones making things about economics?
1: Oh, he always used to make, um, he's interested in stuff, and he's interested in history specifically. He used, he's What's made... What's banging? Is that Buddy's tail? That's Buddy, yeah. Um, he always... Uh, <laughs> He, he's made some of the best documentaries about the Crusades that have ever been on television oh yes I've heard of like, yeah. and he's written books about Vikings and stuff like he's just a very knowledgeable man who's losing his mind sadly as in Alzheimer's I think yeah. when, when, uh, when he did that Monty Python uh, O2 thing he had cue cards didn't he because he can't uh. remember lines anymore but he's, uh, he's a very bright man and it's, it's, it's very entertainingly put together it's, it, but it feels like a TV movie you know I'd give it to, six. Can we just listen
2: to Buddy's Tale? Oh, he stopped now.
1: Well, it's because he knows something's happening. We've
2: stopped talking, so he's... That's a very good... T- that's a good... Um, it must be some new sort of use for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, that's about it. That, that is close. about it.
1: So I don't want to talk much about Boom Bust Boom, but if you're interested in the economics of why we're here now, told in a fairly entertaining way with puppets... Uh, they... I didn't say that. Well, no, there's puppet sketches and stuff, Just, to, but it feels like just to try and sex up a bit not sex puppets aren't sex are they well, trying yeah. try to fun up trying to fun up a rather dry topic but um, what's the sexiest puppet you've ever the seen the sexiest puppet I've ever seen oh uh, that's very tricky isn't it um, uh, well the girlflings quite sexy <laughs> they're
2: quite elfin weren't they so you've been on when they're old, they older Say <clears throat> so you've been on an island yeah for a long time How, by yourself what? like cast away like three years. weeks yeah, like long holiday and Miss Piggy washes up Miss Piggy puppet washes up yeah what happens next
1: well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'd try. i learn to do her voice I think I'd try and bring her back to life that's I the first that's thing genuinely do. what I do I practice doing Frank Osnes' voice
2: okay <sighs> it's
1: basically like
2: this isn't it that's all stop at you getting me
1: oh Merrick
2: (laughs) what horrible image to end on What a horrible image. Well, yeah.
1: um, if you'd like to write to us, then go to our website, filmfandango.co.uk and uh, there's a box you can fill in from there and we'll read your letter out on the programme. We in also- eight weeks' time. In eight to nine weeks' time. Um, we also do all of this for free, so if you'd like to donate, then go click the donate button from the same web- website, filmfandango.com or co.uk. Oh, I here's don't know what, here's what other people do, because I'm what? listening to the podcast. Yeah.
2: They um, say... Go on iTunes and rate it. Okay, go on iTunes and rate it. Don't know what it does, but people talk about it. Sounds, Must be important. S- sounds sexy. Um, one, one star. One star. <laughs> Fuck off, mates. Irrelevant.
1: Irrelevant and rambling. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, keep watching, watching the, the films. films.
0: luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more